Da la 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 la. We are doing a show, and it is called the party. It happens after we do the other show. Uh, welcome to the Greg and Dan Show After Party. I'm your host, Corey Wara, and I'm just here with one guy today, Mr. Greg Bad. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I am doing so good. Good. I what am, are you drinking? I am drinking, uh, my friend Cody gave me oh. a Mountain Dew Amp. Ah, those are uh, good. An energy drink. This is original, mm-hmm. and this is caffeine plus B vitamins. Ah. And there's many things going on here. Wow, this has a lot of calories in it. Yes, it does. I did not understand that when I said yes. <laughs> I wish I had not. Now, see, and here's the problem. It's got that high fructose corn syrup. This mm-hmm. is not a, I thought this was an energy drink, not a soda. Well, it's an this energy is a soda. drink. No, this is a soda. No, it's an energy This drink. is a Mountain Dew soda. You want the game on one. I want, yeah, I like the energy drinks that are low-cal. Yeah, low-cal energy drinks. And lots of stuff going on. That's all right. Um, how you doing? I'm good, man. It's Friday. It is Friday. What are you doing tonight? I want to talk about oh, it. Oh, tonight I have uh, the comedy show that I'm doing with Matt Blindstein, Matt Colgan, uh, Eddie P, that's Eddie Parker, Eddie P, the Kung Fu comic, uh, and, uh, and some other folks I have never met, some uh, newer comics. They're going to just do five or six minutes, um, and I'm going to do 30. Nice. I'm going to try out some new stuff tonight, a little risky. Also, it's always weird when I know there's going to be a lot of people in the audience that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't particularly like that. <laughs> Are you a punchline guy? Are you a story guy? What's your comedy I started style? telling myself that I was a story guy uh-huh. because that's kind of who I am personally. Yeah. But when you have a lot more time doing stories when you're the headliner and you have an hour. Yeah. I've only got 30 minutes. I feel some pressure to not do stories because ah. uh, I got a lot to get in. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things I want to say, a lot of things I want to do, a lot of things I want to talk about. Yeah. And uh, I, so I do some punchline stuff, mm-hmm. but um, just, you know, whatever. Yeah. What are you feeling an hour before the show? Before you even get there, are you starting to feel the nerves yet? I don't get nervous. You don't get nervous at all? So even like five minutes before the curtain's there? Not really. No? Man, I'm Dude, really... Because I'm, I'm full of, you know, you know me, you know me long Yeah, enough. true. I got a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. Whether or not it turns out to be funny <laughs> is another thing. Well, are you nervous but... about that when you're doing this stuff? Not really. No? Not when really. you're up there, do you think about other people how they're interpreting your stuff or do you just no I just go just go no i'm i am extremely comfortable there interesting yeah, yeah. have you always been that way no nah, i would say not of course i've only been doing stand up for 5 or 6 years when was the tornado uh, six years ago? Yeah, six years ago. Yeah, that's when I started because we yeah. did a benefit and I did it at the Jukebox Comedy Club. That was the first time I ever did it. Mm-hmm. That one I was nervous because I'd never done it before. Yeah. But now I kind of get how it's going to go mm-hmm. and I got a bank of stuff to talk about. I mean, it's not different than doing the radio show. True, true, very it's, true. In fact, it's a little bit easier because you can interact with somebody. Mm-hmm. You get off a little bit, you go, hey, what are you doing? How come you're not laughing? You know, you start talking to them. <laughs> yeah, and you can actually see the people laughing right. on radio. Exactly. Yeah. Or not laughing, which is horrific as well. Is that horrific when people don't yeah, laugh? Yeah, it's not good. Yes, yeah. it's, it's not good. Do you try to move on quickly, or do you just? Yeah, then I start. Sw- I do sweat. Sometimes. Oh, really? If I if I start feeling like no one's getting my stuff, yeah, I start sweating a little bit. <laughs> now, as uh, was the tornado comedy your first step into this, or have you always wanted to do? Oh, something? Oh, I've always wanted to You've do always it. Wanted to do it, but I didn't have a motivation. Dan Conlon, who owns the the Jude Box, and I said we should do a benefit so we did a benefit and we were doing it specifically for one guy that we were both friends with who, oh, got, cool. who lost his house yeah 
and uh, he said, "Well, let's do the benefit, but you got to get up there. You got to get up and do ten minutes." Yes. Yeah. And so that, and when I'm motivated by people needing me, mm-hmm. and so I felt like I was needed, so that was my motivation to do it. Yeah. I wish I'd done it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and, and I'm not kidding anybody. I don't want to go become a stand-up comedian. Oh, really? In in for my job. Yeah. But my job of hosting the Greg and Dan show allows me the opportunity to be in front of live audiences quite often. True. Emceeing and helping out people. Having the skills that a stand-up comedian has, mm-hmm. even though you're not necessarily doing stand-up, is an asset. Yeah. Because you can get up in front of a crowd and make things that could be boring less boring. Yeah. So what would, since you don't want to have that as a full-time career, what what's the highest point? What would be the peak of what you want out of it? Performing at like the Civic Center, or I already did that. Okay, performing a bigger venue than the Civic Center, or are you just going no, with flow? I'm no. going with flow. Going whatever, with flow. Whatever happens. Yeah. Whatever happens. If I could, if I could do it regularly, like once or twice a month. Yeah. Now that right now I'm on a little bit of an upswing. I got one tonight, and then on the 13th I'm going to be at Mason City Limits, mm-hmm. and then on May 5th I'm going to be in Bloomington. Nice. Um, so I got three kind of quickly, mm-hmm. but then I might not do it for another six months. Yeah. Uh, it's easier to do it if you keep doing it. It's like mm-hmm. radio. If you only do radio, I told you this one time that if you host a weekend show, yeah, really hard to do because true. You get your rhythm going, the show's over, and you got a whole week before you get to do it again. Yeah. It's really hard to do that. Yeah, well, Same I mean, just this. doing this after party, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at doing stuff right. on the radio. Right, just cause absolutely, because it it's repetition, day. right. Um, now, we don't have to dive too deep into this if you don't want to, but you said that you have a need to please people. Is that what you said? When did I say that? Did uh, I, yeah, did for I the, the comedy, for the comedy that you... Oh, no, I said I have a... Uh, I respond... Uh, often to when I am feel like I am needed. Oh, okay. However, that's not a bad interpretation of that. I am a person that needs to please people. Why? Because um, I'm not worthy. <laughs> worthy of what? Your love. <laughs> I'm not actually uh, being a smartass. It's really that. Yeah. It really is that. I. If you were gonna, if you're gonna sit me on the couch today, yeah. Doctor Wara, <laughs> I never feel good enough that I'm, I'm never I'm not good enough I'm not yeah. I didn't I, no matter what I've achieved mm-hmm. it's not enough and it's not enough because the success I have gotten I don't deserve so it's that's kind all of psychologically yeah oh yeah into my, so, so yeah. that's kind of a double-edged sword for you because obviously it affects you psychologically but also having that gives you the drive to keep moving forward. Yeah, I know. In some way, it's a blessing. Yeah. In some way, it's a horrible curse. Where do you? Th- I know we're diving deep no, into right. this. Uh, where do you think that comes from? Well, where- having gone to therapy many, many times, it comes from when I was a kid. Uh, uh, and 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 I'm not putting this on my parents. Yeah. But my dad was a guy that was highly successful mm-hmm. and driven. God, he was driven. He was just he he did not want to lose. Yeah. And he was not a mean dad. He was a great dad. Mm-hmm. However, by his example, I never felt good enough. Uh, that I was never achieving what he achieved. Yeah. I, that I was never as courageous as him. That I never had to go through the tragedies. And he and my mom went through some really terrible things uh, that I've had to go through. I've had a blessed life mm-hmm. with very little hardship. Some, but yeah. very little. 
And I feel guilty about that. That also could come from the Catholic Church. The Catholic <laughs> yeah. Church is known to kind of make you feel guilty when things are good. Now, you're also the youngest kid. Do you think that also caused some of it, seeing all your other brothers and sisters who are significantly older, aren't they? Uh, yeah, one brother's 14 years older, oh, okay. and then my sister's 10, my other brother's 7. Not terrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I suppose a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you, man. Yeah. Do I owe you like 60 bucks? <laughs> yes, please. I charge by the, uh, the minute around here. Uh, you want to do some fun stuff? Sure. Okay, let's do some questions from our listeners. What is a song that makes you happy every time you listen to it? That is so weird, dude. What? Uh, the uh, um, My friend Jonathan Wright yeah. has a new magazine out. The Peoria Magazines have a brand new magazine. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I are featured in the magazine, and they ask us 10 questions. And, oh. we, and we both answer the questions. Yeah. That was one of the questions. Oh, really? That was one of the questions. Huh. What, what song makes you happy? And I can't remember what my answer was. <laughs> I can't remember. And they cut me... From the fight, they they didn't have enough room for us to all do two answers. Yeah. So they cut, but they cut my answer, and I can't remember what it was now. Um, there is a song lately mm-hmm. that I have been playing, and you know it because I play it most mornings when you come in when uh, I'm getting ready to start the show, uh, called um, "Down Home Girl." By the Rainbow Girls. Yep. Is it the Rainbow Girls? Yep, the Rainbow right. Girls. That song makes me... It, it, the song makes me happy. Their harmonies make me happy. The looks on their faces make me happy. You can really sense friendship oh, coming from Oh, my gosh. I love them. Yeah. Uh, that's one. <clears throat> There's a song called The Walk. The Walk. The Walk that makes me happy just because <laughs> it's a cool, bluesy funk. And it's... Um, it's kind of a sexy song. Yeah. I really like that song. Nice. Uh, there's a lot of songs that make me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Nights in White Satin, a live version from several years ago, uh, shot in England, I think, or somewhere with a big orchestra. One of the more beautiful things I've ever seen. So lots nice. of them. Yeah. I love music. Uh, if someone had a gun to your head and said, you have five seconds to get a song stuck in my head. What would you tell them to say? Shark, shark, baby, shark, shark, shark. What is it? I don't even know. You just got shot, Greg. just got blasted. Baby, shark, baby. I got that one. Or do you want to build a snowman? Just that one line. Brandy, you're a fine girl. Ah, yep, that's a good one. I'm going to take a pill. I walked in to see what condition your condition was. Kenny Rogers, right? Big Bad John. How was the pill? Big John. Big John. Uh, good. I'm taking vitamins right now. Nice. You're a big vitamin guy. I have been lately. Yeah. Been to Your wife's it. a big vitamin person, isn't she? Yeah, she's a big vitamin. Yeah. I'm married to a <laughs> she's woman. A big vitamin. Who's a giant <laughs> capsule. Who's a giant capsule. You know, uh, I don't think a lot of people know this. I've worked with you for four years now. I've never actually met your wife. Like <laughs> yeah. handshake. I've seen your wife. I don't know if she realized it was me or not. But I have. Uh, we've never actually met. I know. It's and now we're trying to see how long it can. Go. Yeah, yeah. At this yeah. point, I can never meet her. Right. That is funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's do. I got two more here. Uh, how many five-year-olds could you fight at once before they overtook you? Seven. Seven. You get one superpower, but it has to be based on whatever job you currently hold. What power do you get? I would have the world's largest and loudest voice. Would and, it like and, and, yes, break and, and, your eardrums? Would, no, knock you down. Oh wow! You would come at me, and I'd just go, <laughs> and you would just fall over, or I'd break a building or something. Yeah, oh, that's Bawr. awesome. <laughs> and before we end, Greg, give us some advice Bawr. for this weekend. 
Uh, advice for the weekend. Yeah. Um, find Joy because she's been missing for about a couple of weeks. We don't know where she's at. Go look and see if you can find her. Look through everything you can find. Go out in the woods for her. Go uh, into your uh, bed and see if she's sleeping in your bed, maybe. And while you're there, take a nap. Uh, look outside in the backyard for her. And uh, when you find her, give her a big Joe Biden hug. Right there. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was John next door. Oh, that was John next door. Okay.